In today's episode, Laura and I will be discussing, Do Miracles Really Happen? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura, and I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our our world. So tell me, Tina, do they? (laughs) Do miracles really happen? Uh, They do. My personal belief is that they do. I've seen... Uh, so many of them over the years that I would say yes. What What would you define or what is the definition of a miracle? Because I've had things happen, but I'm like, oh, is that a miracle or is it just, just because? So the definition, and so Webster's definition of a miracle is an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. So, an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. So, I mean, how how do you prove how do you prove it was divine intervention? Well, but that's just the that's just the meaning, yeah. Like how they, yeah. Because I mean, I've seen things, and I'm like, that's not. I personally wouldn't consider them a miracle. And then other days, I'm like, I woke up this morning. That's a miracle, you know. What I mean? <laughs> you know but you know what I mean, type thing. Like, not because I've done anything bad, or just the miracle of life type okay, thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Okay. Have you experienced any? Have you met me? I, yeah, I'm just doing that for the audience <laughs> yeah. purpose, you know. Well, okay, so, so where I, you know, I'm going to give a, the first one that off the top of my head is, you know, when I was 35, I was held up at gunpoint mm-hmm. and I was uh, shot in the abdomen and the bullet went through my shirt, uh, but it did not go through my pants. It left a nice big bruise, mm-hmm. but the bullet itself dropped to the ground. It just didn't. It didn't penetrate my um, pants, and yeah. so therefore did not penetrate my skin. Um, how do you explain that? Yeah, that sounds like a miracle to me. That's a, that's but what I would call divine to, intervention. To a, to a, you know, a more of a scientific person, they would have had some, maybe some kind of you know definition. They're always trying to dispel miracles, you know, by, right. oh, that happened because of this or that, you know. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure that that, um, that one would be impossible to dispel because yeah. um, scientifically, uh, there's no scientific reason that a bullet coming out, uh, out of a gun fast enough at point yeah. blank range, I mean, it was shoved you, Or that stomach. or you got some really strong abs, man. Dude. <laughs> Either that or a lot of fat, (laughs) but they would have at least gone through the jeans, like the pants, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, yeah, if it would have bounced off of my belly, I totally got that (laughs) because, you know, got some fluff. I mean, just the fact, if you think about the way life is created, to me, that itself alone, it's, it's a miracle. Yeah. You know, you have to have two, two people, of course, and, and your little egg meets the sperm. And from those two things, a human (laughs) Is created right that alone is a freaking miracle i concur daily 100 right? so when people are like oh there aren't miracles out there i mean just sit down and think about that yeah <laughs> it's insane but or you plant a seed a hummingbird seed, food <laughs> yes. comes from this seed that you can eat and sustain life that is a freaking miracle it, well but that's again um you know again science is going to dispel all of those as a it's just the way the seed is um, is created. It is just the way that the human body is created. But, okay, but what created those things? Yeah. It's like what came first? The chicken or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> so, Laura, tell me, besides meeting me, because I know that was a miracle uh, yes. for you. Um, just kidding. <laughs> 
Um, it was. I mean, the circumstances that put us together weren't favorable, but for us to meet, all those things had to align for us to meet. So if you look at it, you could call it a miracle, right? Divine intervention came in and was like, okay, these two got to meet somehow. I'm sorry it's going to happen this way, but booyah. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Agreed. It has to be intense enough for you to ask for help. Yeah, because that's uh, <laughs> not something you normally do. No. So um, tell us of a miracle in your world, oh, in your lifetime, something that um, that you look back on and know that that was that. I would divine. say with my, my son, he was in a very bad car wreck, mm-hmm. really bad, so much that he blew out the back. He was in the back seat, um, blew out the back window, and a piece of glass opened his face from side to side but did not touch any nerves. I mean, mm-hmm. his face was wide open. Right. Did not damage any but nerves. But it was all did skin. Not, yes. Did not. Well, no, it went deep. Oh, it went deep. into, yeah. Um, did not damage his eye. Did not cut his art, you know, his throat open. Mm-hmm. To me, that alone was was a miracle. That is definitely. The, the divine intervention. It's like, nope, this child is not leaving yet. Uh, we he, is, he is here to annoy you for many more years. <laughs> we got to give him a scar just so he remembers <laughs> this event. Yep. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, that that was to me, I was like, there were angels by his side. Oh, there's no doubt. Mm -hmm. There is no doubt. If anybody would like to come on and, um, tell us about a miracle that's happened in your life. Love to hear them. Please feel free to come on and we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Just showing beautiful things that happen to everybody in the world. So much darkness right now. Let's, let's see some beautiful things that have happened. Let's bring some light. Light into the world. I know you have many miracles. I mean, you tell me stories that I'm like, that's just miraculous. Insane. (laughs) <laughs> so, well, um, I don't know if this is would be considered a miracle as much as it is just uh, a message from a divine source. Mm-hmm. Um, so Terry and I were driving with the girls uh, when they were little. I think Sydney, I think Sydney was still in a car seat. So she was like maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. And Kayla was, she had to have been 12 because she was barrel racing by then. Okay. And we were uh, driving down this country road and country road <laughs> you know i can't help it i know you can't it's okay <laughs> that's love, a miracle that's, if, I, if i don't sing it's a miracle laura's voice <laughs> is a miracle yes it is we love her yes, uh yes. but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so uh if if anybody would like to see um the miracle of cinema uh, go on to YouTube and type in Jose. Yeah, uh, that might take them to many things. I think it's Team Schmurphy. Team Schmurphy, Jose. T-A-M, Schmurphy, S-C-H-M-U-R-P-H-Y. Laura and I did a short film that her husband directed about a true event that yes. actually happened in our office. It uh, is in Spanish with subtitles, though. It is in Spanish. <laughs> and um, my part was to say the word "si" in very <laughs> in different variations because it's um, the only word in Spanish that I know that isn't a cuss word. And but um, no, it's very cute. It's, 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 it's a very cute, mm-hmm. funny movie. But anyways, it's only six minutes long. It's a short short yes. movie. But anyway, so. Um, Terry and I were driving down the road and the girls were in the car and, um, in Texas where we were at, you know, it's so open and you can see you everything. You can see your dog. What was the saying? You can see your dog run away for miles. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, and we were driving and we see this 
little old leathery man in his cowboy shirt and his mm-hmm. in his boots and his hat and he's just trucking down this country road in the middle of a Texas summer and which is hot as hell mm-hmm. and almost like St. George yeah and so he I tell my husband I'm like we gotta stop we have to stop and pick that man up like there's nothing out here where's he going and he looked like he was like 150 years old and so we pulled over and I told both of the girls, I said, hey, he's probably going to smell bad because, you know, he's been walking in this heat mm-hmm. and everything. And um, please, you know, don't say anything about the way he smells. Yeah. It's not his fault. And, you know, then because they were be young and I didn't want them to be rude, mm. you know. Anyway, so this man gets in the car and the first thing I smell when he gets in the car is chocolate chip cookies. I'll take that. And... Throughout my lifetime, anytime I have been in a situation where I believe angels have been, have come in, mm-hmm. I always smell chocolate chip cookies. And I don't know why. I just, that's my thing, I guess. And so I smell chocolate chip cookies, but I was, uh, I wasn't thinking about. At that moment. At that, that moment, yeah. you know. And so the man gets in the car and I said, you know, like, can we give you a ride somewhere? And he said, yeah, I'm just right up the road here. And the weird thing was we never saw him like. A truck broke down or anything he's just like walking there. He's just walking yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. And we've been driving on this road for probably like, you know, 10 miles. Yeah. And we didn't see anything. And so, I mean, maybe he was just out for his daily stroll. I don't know. <laughs> and so we started driving and he turns to my oldest daughter and he says, you and that Prince Charming really look good out there. You're really doing a good job. And he was talking about um, her horse, horse, Prince Charming. And I thought, oh, okay, how does he know my child? He must have seen her barrel racing. Rodeo, or, you know, yeah. it, it's it's a small community, you know. And then he turns to Sydney, and she's like five, maybe six. And he says, you're a spitfire, aren't you? Yeah, and, no. You know, and... Not uh, Sydney. Not our, not our Sydney. <laughs> our precious. And, Miracle. Um, and he was like, you know, you, you'd be good for your mama and, you know, everything. So then all of a sudden he says, oh, right here. And so I you know, turn, Mm -hmm. right? And the driveway itself is probably about maybe a quarter of a mile up. And he's like, no, right here at the road is fine. And I was like, oh, no, sir, I can take you up to your house. He's like, no, 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 right here is fine. I like to walk. And so he gets out and he comes over to, you know, I roll my window down and he comes over to, because I was driving, he comes over to me and and he looks at me and he says, um, you know, something along the lines of, um, you're so much more than you even know. You, you know, your voice will be the light of the world or the light of truth. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I turned for like a millisecond to look at Terry and looked back and he was gone. Dun, and so dun, dun. Terry and I both like get out of the car and we're like looking. Did under you the, roll him over? We're like looking <laughs> under the car. We're looking all around. I mean, there's no way that this man, you can see for miles. And there's no way he could have made a quarter of a mile up the road into the house that fast, yeah. you know? And that's um, Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yeah, so he um, is just gone. Yeah. He's just gone. And, you know, that was uh, 15 ten, years yeah. ago. Over 10, yeah. Yeah, 15. over 10 years ago. So probably about 15 years ago. And here I am 15 years later doing exactly what he said I would do. Yeah. 
And that was just a um, miracle. Hello, yeah. Uh, I think you know. so. I've always thought about, like, going up to people and giving them a random message and then running out of sight, you know, as they turn around and then for them to go, ooh. Was that an angel? <laughs> oh, Laura. <laughs> if anybody would like to come on as a guest and uh, tell us about a miracle that has happened to you. Or like when you're in an elevator. We, we... <laughs> Laura, stop it. And somebody talks stop to you it. and you tell them, you can see me. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, stop it. You stop picking on these poor people. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I'm actually I want to um, I want to read. Um, I had looked up a. I mean, I have plenty of miracles. Yes, you do. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and um, look up um, a. All right, look. I'm so sorry. My brain just went. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to read you guys a miracle that I actually was looking at. Um, so, it says cop uh, cop Tyler Bettos was in for the shock of his lifetime when he and other officers arrived at an accident scene in March 2015, where a car had overturned in a body of water. Bettos, who believes the entire event is a modern-day miracle, explained what happened when he and fellow cops went into the frigid water to approach the car and look for survivors. That's when he told Faithwire that he and the other officers heard something incredible. We all heard an adult female voice which was a calm voice saying, help me, help me, Beddoes said. The voice, was, uh, the voice really guided us to the car and gave us hope that whoever was calling out was alive. And that's why some believe that this is one of the most fascinating miracles today. Oh, boy. When they reached the car, there was a woman who had, who had been deceased for 14 hours, but an 18-month-old baby was still alive in the back seat. And in the end, that mysterious voice helped save the baby. Um, so wow, yeah. So a voice guided them because if not, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't. Have, yeah, they wouldn't have been able to. Yowza, yeah, those are that. those are miracles. That is, um, I believe I have goosebumps everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe that that is one hundred percent divine intervention. Yeah, uh, absolute divine yeah. intervention. Yeah, I'm trying to think back of my life. I don't know. I unless I just never like registered them as miracles because nothing's really. Smacking out. Yeah, nothing's smacking me in the face. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I can't even tell you. Like, there have been so many times that, you know, like, car accidents um, where, well, okay, so I'm going to give you another one. You ready? Okay, go for it. So, and somebody from, uh, whether it's my husband or my daughters may call in and um, make a comment about this. Well, because Mm -hmm. it is, it's it's a crazy one. So, uh, oh, I, I see my husband's listening, so maybe he'll call in. Yeah. So, several years ago, when my kids were little, um, I guess Kayla was probably about maybe 14, and so that would have made Sid like nine. And we were driving down a country road. <laughs> country road. <laughs> and it was actually it, like we'd come off of a country road, and it was more of kind of like a two-way main road into the town. And we came around a curve, mm-hmm. and there was a uh, a woman who was stopped. And it was this was like a 55-mile-an-hour. Mm-hmm. So we come around the curve. Now, if I... There's a car coming, so I can't. The other way. Ve- so yeah. I can't veer to the left, or I'm gonna have a head-on collision. Um, to the right is a steep drop into a ravine. Yeah. So my option is 
rear end the try yeah. and break as much as I can and then rear end this woman. Okay. Right. Um, we did later find out that this woman um, was uh, this was her fifth or sixth accident uh, where people come around a corner and she's just stopped. And oh, damn. well, because in the state of Texas, yeah, if, you if you're behind, if you're, you're rear ended, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. If someone rear ends you, it's their fault. Mm-hmm. So she had um, was making a really good living oh. off of people um, going to spaces where blind spots like that, um, where she would just stop wow. and wait for people to come around the corner and hit Brave. her. Yeah, the the disgusting part was uh, she had a baby in a car seat um, in the up. vehicle. So oh, yeah. Wow. Anyways, neither here nor there. But anyways, so um, so I slammed on the brakes, and but we still hit at a pretty good force, mm-hmm. and the uh, my foot went up underneath the gas pedal. Oh. And my they literally had to cut the gas pedal off to get, get my uh. to get me out of the car, mm-hmm. and. Um, they had uh, with all of the people there because the uh, we were actually getting on our way to go get the um, assistant chief of police uh, uh, fire department pick up his daughter. Uh, yeah, well. We were like driving there, so as soon as he heard that our car was uh, you know over the thing, he came and you know all of all of these people came and so I think they said that there was over 150 years worth of experience um, on the scene. Yeah. And um, all of them said that it was the worst break they'd ever seen. Like um, my, uh, from my uh, middle of my shin all the way to the tips of my toes was like an accordion. Ew. Yeah, it was. It was pretty gross. It was pretty painful. And so on. Just a little bit. Yeah, on the scene they put a air cast on it just to try and make stabilize it, make it as comfortable mm-hmm. as possible to get me to the the hospital. The hospital. And when. We got into the ER and um, they had called my husband. My husband came in and they took me back for x-rays. And when they brought me back to the room, this doctor comes in and he's just like, he's scratching his head because he has the report from the paramedics. And they're like, look, I mean, they'd already called in a surgeon. Yeah, They've already called in a surgeon. The surgeon's coming in, you know, he's there. And they're all like, I don't know what the problem is. There wasn't a single broken bone. Damn. And when they took the air cast off, yeah. because the uh, fire chief is, like, literally telling them, like, calling the hospital mm-hmm. and saying, you want to get a surgeon, um, blah, 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 blah. You know, they're telling my husband. And they take it off, and my husband's looking at me like, uh... <laughs> Your foot looks fine. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the problem here? Yeah. You know? And, I mean, how do you explain that? Yeah. That definitely is some divine intervention. That was absolutely an absolute miracle. Yes, wow. I, and I know some of our lovely listeners on Wisdom um, have to have some miracles. I out know that there. they have to. Yes. Uh, yeah. Please feel we, free to call in and request to be a guest and tell us about miracles that have happened in your life. And not necessarily just to you, something you may have witnessed or heard from from someone else as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Laura, you want to read the next one on yes, our list here? Yes. So, there's. Um, called the breakthrough story so another one of the events that many people believe is among the miracles of god is the story surrounding the movie breakthrough oh actually we have a a a guest we'll listen to our guest and then i'll come back to the the breakthrough story oh that guest is is a witness there you go can i get a witness (laughs) yes uh so our guest is the absolutely handsome terry mason my husband i'm sure he's calling in to maybe discuss that event uh, with my... Or maybe a miracle of his own. Or maybe a miracle of his own. What's going on, handsome? 
Here we go. Can you hear me on this one? Here we go. We can hear you. Okay, good. So, uh, well, uh, since we've been married like 28 years, it's kind of a miracle you haven't like shot me yet. So that is a I miracle mean, of its own divine or... intervention. Yes. <laughs> Not by lack yeah. of trying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, that was kind of a crazy situation. I, I got the phone call. I don't remember where I was, if I was at work or someplace, but I remember getting the phone call basically saying, hey, they're going to um, take your wife in. They're pretty much prepping for surgery. And I get there and get to the ER and they take the boot off and I'm like, what the hell are we certain? What are we, what are we cutting on? There's nothing to cut. So it was, um, it was interesting considering I, that's what I did in the army was work in the operating room. I expected to see a twisted up mangled piece of foot and it looked perfectly pink and healthy and everything was fine. And a little, so it was strange. Yeah. It was a little swollen, but other than that, it was. Yeah. Do you hear Laura? Laura said I needed to heal so I could kick you in the butt. Probably so. So, like she's yeah, um, <laughs> Were you on here? I told him that I was telling our listeners the story of the little man out on the road. The one that did. Yeah, I heard that one. That, that's still probably one of the weirdest damn things that ever happened just because, you know, he just vanished. Yeah, just and gone. the fact that it was, was both like, of you that saw it. Like, you know, one of y'all came home and said, hey, this happened. You'd be like, okay, how much yeah. were you drinking? Were yeah. You were you on the sauce, right? But, well, but it happened to right. all of y'all, you know. We weren't. And the I girls mean, actually still remember. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I talked to, yeah, I remember Kayla talking about it. Yeah. Because so, at that point, I mean, there was no beer involved. There was nothing involved. <laughs> and, and just the fact that you're out on some farm-to-market road in the middle of Texas, and everybody that's lived there knows what a farm-to-market is. These, these, these crusty two-lane roads that go out in the middle of nowhere, and there's nothing out there. It's not like... You could duck into a cul-de-sac, well, because there isn't one. There's no drainage ditch. There, you also didn't fall down like a hole and y'all missed it. <laughs> and poor old man's still in the hole waiting for you. I mean, <laughs> so that was the quickest sinkhole that ever appeared because it was there and then it was gone. And well, so, appeared yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was that was that one still to this day. Just I, we talk about it, and I just, what else is there? I mean. So do you, there's no way that a full grown adult can just vanish like that. So other, other than being married to me, which I know is the greatest miracle of your life. And we're going to lose you here in about nine seconds, but, um, do you have a yep. miracle that you would like to share with us? Um, that has happened to you in your lifetime. So if you have if one, you that, want to share, if you want back. to share one, please yeah. feel free to request to be a guest again. Mm -hmm. And in the interim, so Laura's going to go ahead and... Yeah, so that breakthrough one, it says, as if, if you're unfamiliar with it, it involved a 14-year-old young man named John Smith who was underwater for about 15 minutes after falling through the ice, wow, in January 2015. Medical workers had given up hope after being unable to successfully revive the teen, but here's why some consider this one of the most fascinating modern-day miracles. The boy came back to life after his mother refused to give up hope. She goes into the emergency room. There's her son laying dead on the table. And filmmaker Devon Franklin told Pure Flicks, instead of saying goodbye, she speaks life. She goes over to his feet, put her, puts her hands on his feet, and says, Holy Spirit, bring back my son. Next thing you know, John Smith comes back to life. And then you can watch and read more about that um, that that movie. Yeah, Tina's... Dude, I am goosebumping goose everywhere. Here we got Terry, and then we have another guest after Terry. Let's see what kind of miracle... 
Terry has to uh, has to share with us. Other than being married to me, of course. And me as as friends. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what miracle you got for us, Mr. Mason? So I, I don't know. Um, I don't remember where that girl was from. The one that painted the picture of the garden. Where was she from? Uh, she's from... I, went to I say, don't know. I think it's like Germany. It's in mm, Europe somewhere. No. I, th- I want to say German. Right. That's what I thought. I thought she was Europe or something like that. But to to have personal experiences um, before ever seeing those pictures and things like that of her, I don't know if they're miracles, but um, at the time it, it might seem like such. But I know that to, to see something like that or to be given a... Um, the vision of something like that before. Are you saying that something happened to you when you saw those, or are you someone, talking about it was a miracle for the girl? Well, uh, so it, it was for us, uh, I guess, to be shown pictures of the garden and things like that. Uh, I know what you're saying. And, you know, and then you're, you're looking and all of a sudden you see this picture and you go, that's it. Where did that come from? And then you come to find out that this girl had died and crossed over and, um, these pictures that she has been painting are these pictures that she saw when she had passed and then came back. So, and so to see the very same picture that you saw, it's, you know, it's, I don't know if it's a miracle, but I would say it definitely um, takes things off of the coincidence board because you don't see the same thing in two different parts of the world like that. Um, But it definitely will be one of those things that'll make you think about, okay, what's, what's going on here and, what else? So what? Um, what else what, are we missing? Yeah, what Mr. Mason is um, explaining is uh, July fifth of two thousand and eighteen. Uh, my husband and I were sitting on our bed at nine o'clock in the morning, and God came and sat on our bed mm-hmm. and talked to us for three hours. And what he's explaining is there were all of these things that got shared with us, and then uh, one day we were looking at the artwork of this young lady Mm -hmm. who had died and come back um, and she had painted these pictures of the garden and of all these different things and all of a sudden my husband and I are both crying and we're both like oh my gosh we were there that's what you saw we I know that yeah I, I remember that and it is a very surreal, pretty amazing experience. I don't know if I've seen that artwork. You will have to show me. Yeah, they actually have one that's called The Light. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, and if anything, that is... No, no they do. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome, but I know that it's... Um, I knew that she was in Europe or something like that. I thought it was we're, Germany we're or Russia or somewhere over there. But We're going to yeah. you. Thank you for anyway. coming on. Hello, amazing listeners. Sorry for the interruption, but Laura and I wanted to ask for your help. There is this cool program that we use called Patreon. When you sign up for Patreon under the Oracle and the Warrior, you will get exclusive gifts from Tina and me. For as little as $5 a month, you can get bonus content, live videos with Laura and me, and let me just say, you know with those videos, anything goes. But we will be fully clothed. (laughs) As well as an awesome The Oracle and Warrior sticker. Another way to help us is to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. Laura and I love doing this podcast and truly appreciate all of your support. Now, back to the show. So we have another guest, Brian. uh, And we're going to bring Brian on and see what kind of miracles Brian's got to share with us. 
Hello, handsome boy. What can we, uh, what miracles you got for us? Well, um, thank you for having me, Tina and Laura. Um, yeah, so uh, miracles that I have uh, for you guys as it relates to me is that um, I am an individual who has autism. And uh, my miracle is that uh, I'm uh, being able to carve out my own path and that uh, I was uh, given a great education um, by, uh, by my schools and with the help from my mother uh, being involved with my education to uh, be able to be the uh, inspirational uh, man that I am today and uh, and also doing it through uh, Christ who strengthens me so always having God in my life although um, it faith has evolved over the years it it a real it especially uh, transformed in the mid 2010s so that's a little bit about uh, the miracles that I have to offer well, Brian, I honestly, um, I think that you are the miracle to your family and to your friends and to your community because you are showing them uh, that no human should be discounted because every human has the ability to be the miracle they need. And I am grateful and honored <clears throat> that you chose to request to be a guest today because mm -hmm, to share. Um, I think that you are the miracle. Thank you so much, ladies. I, I appreciate that. Um, I've seen and heard your show a few times uh, okay, here and yeah. there, and um, I feel blessed to have uh, had the opportunity to uh, contribute to um, your show today. Thank you, Brian. You're always welcome to be a guest anytime mm -hmm. that you would like. We would uh, love to hear what you have to yes. say. You have you have an absolute beautiful, beautiful heart and spirit. And um, I know a bit about autism with my own family. And I will tell you, um, neurotypical people are boring. Um, and... I really enjoy uh, my family as bizarre and strange as they are. Um, that's who I fit in with. Thank wow, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, it, we're, feel we're free to connect to with me you. on any platform. Yeah, where, uh, I'm sorry? I think we I lost, think we lost him. him, yeah. Something about a platform, but yeah. yeah. That That is amazing. Yeah, so many... Um, miracles medical miracles and mm -hmm. um things that shouldn't happen that that pop up okay brian was, yeah brian's we, gonna finish sharing with yeah, us yeah we, we lost him there um but yeah no medical miracles i have several thousand of those mm -hmm. so brian i'm sorry we 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 heard platform and that was the last we heard yeah yeah i i said uh, feel free to connect with me on any platform Oh, same, same, same with us. Um, we have uh, two podcasts. One is Who Said You Have To? And we have a Facebook page there. And then we also have The Oracle and the Warrior. We have a Facebook page for that one. And then Laura and I also have, we um, run a business called Free Will Healing. It's a holistic healing center. 
and St. Uh, George, Utah. In St. George, Utah. <laughs> and um, you can go to our website, freewillhealing.com, and you can read more about what we do. And we actually are presently at 12 practitioners, I mm-hmm. believe, um, and getting ready to add on two more. Yes. And <laughs> so in July, so... Um, we will be at 14, which uh, is a that is a miracle in itself. I was just going to say the fact that we are here doing this is a miracle, divine intervention for sure. Oh, there's there's no doubt whatsoever. We have no doubt about no that. Doubt. So, Brian, you feel free to connect with us on any of those uh, platforms, and um, also everybody, you know, you can always send. <clears throat> excuse me, you can always send us ideas for podcasts mm-hmm. for topics at oracleandwarrior at gmail Yes, or at um, who said you have to at gmail.com. Right, right. Both of those. Both of those. Yeah. So we'll see if anybody else wants to come on here and share some miracles. Did you have any more um, you were wanting to share? Well, I think Brian still, is there anything else you, you still got a minute and 15 seconds. Brian, is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, um, I will just say that um, I think the other miracle for me is uh, how I uh, show up on social media and how I've uh, evolved how I show up through um, uh, going from mostly pictures that weren't me um, to uh, being on video more and also being on pictures more as well. And uh, that's what the audio apps have done for me over the last year is uh, helped me really expand my reach and uh, meet so many great people from around the country. Right. I think wisdom as well mm-hmm. um, has really done a lot for people in helping them to uh, just all across the world to find to, express- to find a voice, mm-hmm. to, to be able to speak their truth. Well, Brian, it has been an absolute honor speaking with you today. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Tina and Laura. Much love to you both. Likewise. Likewise, my friend. So, um, I know you have more personal ones. Is that what you don't want me to read the ones? It's not that I don't want you to read. I think that people would like to listen to, you know, because we can read them and yeah, but like actually happened to you, the person that's, that's speaking. So, um, well, (laughs) (laughs) I know you have a few. So, um, there have been, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go very woo woo go woo woo and very, um, my youth. Okay. Okay. So, uh, for those of you that, um, know me or have read my first book, becoming an Oracle proof goddess, a sense of humor, you know, that I was raised in a very abusive mm-hmm. home. Um, my brother w- uh, has been had been trying to kill me since I was six months old. And one of his favorite things to do, we lived on a farm and both of my parents worked. And so one of his favorite things to do when um, we got home from school off the bus was I would never be caught dead inside the house because I would be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would go out and play in. We had this long uh, shelter belt of trees. And um, I would go and play because there was lots of hiding spaces in there. Okay. 
And uh, my brother's favorite game was to go and get his shotgun and hunt me, like try and find me um, mm-hmm. and to shoot me. And I more than so hold on, was this like a BB gun or a oh, shotgun? Oh no, 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 a or? shotgun. Like what was, actual, what was his excuse going to be if he? I'm sure he never. Oh my god! Oh, so anywho, I just. <laughs> That just came to me. I'm like, what kind of gun was oh, I'm sure that it would have been. I was trying to shoot a bird. I didn't know she was there. Oh, or, my you know. goodness. Um, not the sharpest tool in the shed, obviously, because, like, he had three and a half years on me and yeah. was never able to kill me. So I'm just saying. I learned how to run in a zigzag pattern very early, very early on mm-hmm. in life. But anyway, so, but... There were times that I would be so engrossed in making my mud pies, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, I made some badass mud pies. I made mud pancakes. Oh, <laughs> that sounds a lot. That that would take forever to cook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so sometimes um, he would sneak up on me. Like, he would get too close. Mm-hmm. And this, who I believe was... Um, Christ Mm -hmm. would literally this man would just appear and he would open up a tree and he would say hide in here be real quiet it's gonna be fine you're safe and then he would close the tree and I would hear my brother calling for me and I would just stay really quiet and Mm -hmm. I but I never felt fear yeah when it was happening and then after he was gone the tree would open back up again and he would say, okay, let's make more mud pies, you know? And it was uh, how calm this being was. That made you calm. That made me complete, like it was normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was perfectly normal to hide Mm -hmm. because I was totally safe, you know? And so that's pretty much a miracle. Yeah. That's some divine intervention (laughs) for sure. Yeah, I've had some divine intervention as a child. I won't go into details with that, but that was... Those were uh, definitely miracles. That's a pretty cool divine intervention. I think that you should talk about it. Uh, how do you talk about that without sharing too many details, though? Uh, I can I can do it. You're okay. Ready? We're going to let Tina tell a story of Laura's, of mine. So when Laura was five-ish, um, she's always been a warrior, but um, she was in bed, and she heard a woman screaming mm-hmm. outside. And so she went outside and she, the screaming she heard, Kate was coming from a field, like, um, like a grassy field next yeah. to her, like a farming. Yeah. I lived in an apartment complex. Yes. Yeah. And it was right next to this like field of like crops or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she ran in there because she's a warrior and said, Hey, somebody needs, help. I got this. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately the person who was making the other person scream saw this five-year-old little girl and chased after Laura. And Laura, of course, was hightailing her ass back to the apartment. (laughs) Um, And he actually got a hold of her. And um, this just kind of beacon of light. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to let you tell this part. So, now that yeah. now that you know how how, yes, how well, we it was it, it my it was just a very shiny bright white light like blinding almost um took care of me. I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. I I ended up in my bed and this was not a dream. We actually gone back and visited this place. Um, That's what I was going to yeah, show them afterwards. Uh, Cuz a lot of people would say, "Oh, that was just a dream," but I knew it was not. And um 
I later came to the realization that it was one of my archangels, one mm-hmm. of my my protectors, if you call it. So I was saved from uh, most likely being killed by this person. And um, that would have been the nicest thing he would have done. Yes, yes. Uh, by this angel of mine. And after Laura and I um, met and mm-hmm. we, we talked about this and... Um, she had always believed it to be a dream. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, that wasn't a dream. That actually happened. And um, she was like, no, no, no. It's just this weird dream that's been coming up. That I have constantly <laughs> recurring. That I'm now 47 and still having. <laughs> yes. You know, for 42 years I've been having it. And I told her, I said, the way the human mind works, um, that's not a dream. That's mm-hmm. a memory. And I said, let's go. Is that place here in town, in town where we yeah. lived? And she said, yes. And I said, let's go. Let's just go there. And craziest thing we did. We went there mm-hmm. and we retraced all of her steps. And the, it was just an overgrown field at this time. Yes. And we retraced all of her steps. And she said, and right there, right over there is where the light came. And when we got closer, um, the where that circle of light mm-hmm. had been, um, I mean, the grass was like up to like my mid-thigh. Yeah. And it was this big circular area that was completely void of any vegetation. It was just like this big dirt circle. Well, no, and the fact that I had remembered like tripping over a tree trunk and that. And we found the tree trunk. And and I hadn't hadn't been to that spot since I was five years old. Yeah. So, yeah, 42 years later. So I I will attribute that to a miracle in my life. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Oh, the bank robber. Oh, in your backyard. Our backyard. Well, true. Our backyard. (laughs) Joint backyard. Uh, joint backyard. Yeah. Um, so there was a, uh, it was last summer, I guess, right? Yeah, about, yeah, we had just opened here. Yeah. So, so was, yeah, because my husband or my girls uh, called, called you me. and said, my Mom's going to be late. Mom's going to be late. She was wrestling <laughs> with a bank robber in our backyard. Uh, so we were, and anybody would like to come on and tell a story yes, of a miracle share. that's happened to them. We're going to have to wrap up here pretty soon. So yes. please feel free to come on and tell us about your miracles. Uh, so I was sitting in our backyard and I live in um, the walkout basement of, uh, we have a, it's a large two-story Two house. Mm-hmm. And Laura and her family lives on the top floor. And my husband and I live on the bottom. bottom in the walkout basement. So if you're just coming like towards our backyard, it looks like it's just all level because mm-hmm. you can't see the walkout basement from the front. But what you don't, what you realize right when you get to it is that there's like a 10 foot drop. Yes. And so unbeknownst to us, there was <laughs> a bank robber who had stole several cars, wrecked them, stole another car, wrecked them. And the police had been chasing him for like two, like two hours. He had a, like an ankle monitor. He right? had an ankle yeah. monitor on, right? Well, he had he had he cut it, it off. He there cut it off. Yeah. And he was actually four hours away is from where he had come from. He was, uh, I think, trying to get to um, Vegas and then to Mexico. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I'm sitting there. I'm in my pajamas. I've got my booty shorts on and my tank top and uh, just chilling out. And, you know, I got to get ready for work here pretty soon. And all of a sudden, I hear this, and then this man who's very tatted up, which I have tattoos, so I'm not being judgmental, but it's the teardrops on the the eyes that I, because I know what that means. But anyways, he comes running around the side of the house and kind of leans down and is like rubbing his ankle. And I was like, who the hell are you? 
And he stands up and he says, I didn't realize how far the drop was. You're like, oh, you should have dropped like, in my yard anyway. And, I, and the, the crazy thing is, is that normally in this situation, just the way I am, I would have been like, oh, are you okay? Or, yeah. you, you know, like it wouldn't have even registered with me that I needed Danger. to <laughs> be aggressive, yeah. you know. And Laura would have been like, you know, I have a gun in my pocket, right? Yeah. <laughs> but me, I'm like, oh, do you need some salve? You know, <laughs> but I instantly was like, you need to get the hell out of here. And right when I said that, he ran towards me and I stood up and put my hands out and I was just like, um, you need to get the hell out. And he literally, it was like he hit this invisible wall, wall. Mm-hmm. and fell into the grass and like scrambled up and kind of like ran to the side a little bit and the whole time like staring at me. And later on when I'm telling the story and I'm telling Lauren, I'm like, I don't know what I did, but like. <laughs> I just put my hands up and like magic. And it was and I was able to like just keep them away and she goes, "Yeah, it was probably like one of your archangels and then they saw you think it was you and they looked at you and they're like, "Oh, how, how cute. cute. She thinks she did it. Let's let her think she did it." And I was like, "You're an asshole because that's probably true." <laughs> but anyway, so then he's just like sitting there looking at me confused like how, what did why, I hit? Like, yeah. what, why can't I get to you? It's like your boobs are big, but not that big. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that force field to protect them. Uh, so anyway, so I, I kind of uh, walked backwards and I opened the door. And my husband's inside. And I said, Terry, there's some dude with tattoos out here who, and he won't leave. And my husband said, close the door. And But I thought he said, what for? And I said, I don't know, but he won't leave. And he said, close the effing door i was like oh okay so my very texas husband grabs his gun and um we go uh you know Texas is the next military yes texas and 20 years in the military um and i so and keep in mind like i don't know this is a bank robber i'm just thinking some dude running through our yard and i'm like i think we're all being a little aggressive here here but Anyway, so my husband grabs a gun, and I was like, ooh, maybe I should call 911, mm-hmm. you know, so that if he has to shoot someone, like, you know. We know, yeah. So I call, and I'm just being a dumbass, and I'm like, we have cleared the left quadrant. <laughs> and then they could hear my husband saying, I am coming around the corner. If you do not have your hands up, I will shoot to kill. And I'm like, okay. we're Simmon down now. This is a trespasser, Simmon down, Shelby. So anyway, so we cleared the whole thing. But basically, my husband chased him into the next-door neighbor's yard. And unbeknownst to me... We were, I have, my phone call was actually being piped into the earpiece of the 30 fugitive apprehension St. George police officers <laughs> and FBI agents that were swarming our circle drive. Yeah. Like, because I'm downstairs in the walkout basement, I'm not aware that, um, I'm not even aware that this was going on up there, right? Yeah. But they had chased him into our circle. So as soon as we, we're on the phone and we and he went over the fence the cops were able to grab him mm-hmm. right so anyways and we didn't find out until um about i don't know 30 minutes later when they came to take our statement and i was like the lady comes and she's like all right do you want to press charges and i'm like no some dude that fell in <laughs> my yard i mean it's just a trespasser and she looked at me and she said you want to press charges and i'm like thinking to myself i'm like boy these Utah people, they take their trespassing serious. And she that's when she told me who he was. And she said, 
you have to understand he had every intention of taking you hostage. That's his MO. Mm -hmm. He had every intention of taking you hostage and probably raping and killing you. And I'm like, yeah, I'll press press charges. charges, I'll press charges. Definitely, yeah, divine intervention there for you to act against your normal. Like your normal would have been, are you okay? Can I help you? Nurturing, yeah. Yeah, so definitely some intervention, like knock, knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, get him out of here. Yeah. And, and just to give me that instant, I'm not afraid of you. Get mm-hmm. the hell away from me. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, it was uh, that was one of my more interesting, and my more recent, current, more, yes. more current miracles. Yeah. So, well, we're going to wrap up here. We um, appreciate everybody who has come on today to listen. And um, mm-hmm. we appreciate uh, the guests that have come on and. We're just uh, truly grateful for the miracle that is our life. Um, I am so honored to have free will healing, to mm-hmm. have both podcasts, to be on wisdom. Laura and I are allowed to speak our truth every single day. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, I am just so honored. Mm-hmm. And that is a true miracle to grow up believing <clears throat> that I was a failed investment mm-hmm. and to now never fear speaking my truth. Yeah, that is a miracle in this day and age as well. Just for us to speak our truth um, <clears throat> with no fear. Everybody's being censored. Everybody's being hushed. Um, don't speak your truth. Look for look for the lies, right? Believe the lies. And um, we're just flat out telling you our truth. Yeah. Our truth. It doesn't mean we are... <laughs> absolute <laughs> truths just we have well, no fear of speaking our personal truth it is my absolute truth yes and and it doesn't have to be anybody else's and i'm always open to hearing everyone else's mm-hmm. i um, enjoy hearing everybody else's because it do. opens my eyes as well like oh i never it's thought of it that way exactly how do we how do we grow mm-hmm. we hear different points of view and then we allow ourselves to look at it and see if that's something that touches our spirit or not yeah and you know um God tells me all the time, it is my job to speak my truth with no fear of judgment and allow people to accept it or not Mm -hmm. and to love them either way because they have the free will to believe what they choose. Yes. And so. And to do as they choose. Yeah. So (laughs) as as always, great talk, Laura. Yes. Lovely. And for all of our amazing, wonderful listeners, I just want you to know that you are loved exactly as you are. Yes. And thank you for listening. Peace. Until next time, love eternal, the oracle. And stand for truth, the warrior. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media links.